We thank the Lord for the privilege of being in his house again. I want to welcome everyone. Uh, glad you're here. And uh, thank God for his mercy and for our visitors, for every visitor. We especially say thank you for coming. It just blesses us that you're here. I have a scripture I'd like to read from the 24th chapter of the book of Psalms, uh, starting in verse 3. Ask the question, who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? And the answer, he that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who hath not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. He shall receive the blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. Isn't that a wonderful promise? Let's all stand for just a moment, if you will. We'll just bow our heads for a moment of prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, that you're so good to us. Thank you, God, that you have blessings abundantly for us. And, God, if we'll just come on your terms and just follow you, just obey uh, the simple truth of the gospel and the leadership of the Holy Spirit, you just bless us, Lord, till our cups are overflowing. And, God, you're so good to us. We thank you for that, and thank you for allowing us to be in your house tonight. ask you to bless us that we can have a spiritual time. God, we pray that you'd speak to the needs of everyone's heart. Give us conviction if it's needed tonight, God. Help us to have a, a hallelujah meeting. We ask you to bless this service in Jesus' loving name, and amen. Be seated and turn over to the choir.
We'll agree with Mike. It's good to be here this evening. Uh, I'd like to welcome all of our visitors. I look out, see a few, and uh, thankful to have you. Just feel at home and uh, join in and serve the Lord with us. And um, that's, that's my heart desire tonight, just be able to serve the Lord, feel his presence. And um, I'd like to see somebody get saved. It's, it's uh, be a good night for it. You know, there's people that want to, you know, put off and wait for special days. You know, some may say, oh, I'll wait for New Year's Eve service, or um, that, that's the devil just feeding you a bunch of lies. Don't, don't wait if the Lord gives you opportunity to get saved. There's no better day than today to get saved. Um, but like I said, we're just thankful to be here. We'll ask everybody to stand. We'll take a prayer request. Uh, any unspoken requests? Any spoken? thankful we can't have too many prayer requests for the Lord. Uh, you know, I, I, I might not remember them all, but I can say, Lord, let's remember the prayer requests that were made. And, you know, and I, his hand's not short, so. Uh, anyone else got anything, any prayer requests? Not whilst Brother Ethan lead us in prayer.
We ask if uh, anyone's got a song or a testimony upon their heart. Now, that's been on my, my heart for a while. I, I just love all the little children at this church, all the little babies and the toddlers. And um, Jonah was back squalling the other day, just cutting up. And it just blessed my heart so much to, to hear them. That, that joy and that youth and that exuberance in the church. It's precious, and it's not just them. Their parents are here, too, and what a blessing that is. Um, there's so many people that turn their back on the Lord young in their life, and I, I really look up to these young adults that are here, and, and uh, some of them may be middle adults. I don't know, but um, just when they come and bring their children, and it's such a blessing. I love hearing them. Uh, Bill Murphy used to talk about the children all the time at church, and I thought, why does he keep talking about the children? That was mine, little ones, and making all the noise and racket. And I just want them to be quiet, you know. But um, they, don't, they don't hurt a thing. Um, it, it brings me joy to hear them. But, but I'm just thankful for all, all the children that are here. But um, Anyone else have anything upon the heart? I won't be up here real long. I'll, I'll sit down pretty quick, but surely someone's got a song or testimony upon their heart. I've been uh, thinking about Trey preaching uh, Sunday Sunday night and um, preaching about the blood, and I, ju I just thought he did a great job. And uh, he was talking about what it does. It purifies, sanctifies, and reconciles. And I'm glad it just doesn't do that in stages, but it did it all at once. It took care of everything all together. I, I didn't have to get purified, then sanctified, and then reconciled. He washed it all together and did it all, 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 all together in one shot. And uh, I'm thankful I'm not trying to work my way into anything. Uh, I'd be a complete failure at that. Um, but I'm thankful it's through uh, that last song uh, we sang, Amazing Grace. It's his grace that's brought me safe this far, and grace will lead me home. Um, that, that's what it's all about, God's grace. But.
Sometimes God is predictable. I know what he expects from me, Mary. Billy, I know every day what the Lord wants from me. He just wants my heart. He just wants me to do the best I can do for him, Karen. If, I, if it's just a little bit. And I'm so thankful that I can. Mm -hmm. Because I've been in a spot when I couldn't. And that's a terrible, terrible spot. When I, when I get a little cold or when I get just where I can't just pray this right, I think about that spot. I think about that spot a lot. But this song said, if God's for me, um, well, I'm glad God's for me. So you just pray for us. Before we start here, I just want to say I'm thankful to be here. And um, this song just kind of helped me put things in perspective. Um, you know, life is life and, it, and it's got a lot of ups and it's got a lot of downs uh, seems like it's got more downs and ups at times um, but if you got God then nothing can be against you I mean you've already got the victory so uh, right. so just pray for us <clears throat> I've seen some valleys, I've walked through some darkness, I've waded through rivers of grief. Oh, the enemy told me that I was forsaken, no one was fighting for me. But I didn't make it this far on my own. Often my strength is all gone The hands of my Savior keeps holding me up His promise of help is my song If God is for me Who can stand against me? No weapon shall prosper when God's on my side If it's just me and Jesus I can't be defeated When my God is with me I've got the victory every time He may for you to follow to places you think you can't go and people will tell you but you'll never make it you can't win this fight all alone but if it's a choice between trust and doubt just remember what Jesus has done he's never failed me and he never will and the battle is already won if God is for me who can stand against me no weapon shall prosper when God's on my side if it's just me I can't be defeated when my God 
just me and Jesus. I can't be defeated when my God is with me. I've got the victory every time. that song. Anyone else have anything upon the heart? I think about when Bob said, uh, I think it was a Sunday morning, I believe, Talking about how lucky we are to have what we have here. Um, that what, it's not that you can find a place where you can worship the Lord just anywhere. Uh, um, a lot, a lot of people go through the motions of worshiping God, and um, I, I say this about every time, but uh, I think it's it's so critical that we have the liberty to move and sing and testify when God puts it on our heart. And we, we have that liberty to do that here. We don't script it out, and we don't pick people out to sing or to testify or even to preach. I mean, we, we follow the Lord and all those things. And uh, uh, that's, that's so, so important. Um, I, I heard a, uh, one song that talked about they've written their, their sermon so carefully out that they've left God completely out of it. And uh, I, I think we get to... Uh, you got to have a little bit of structure in church, but uh, when it comes to being able to serve and move and worship God, to have that liberty to do it here, it's just a, it's a true blessing. Um, I, I, I couldn't sit up here and figure out who needs to sing or who needs to testify or who needs to preach. Um, that's all up to the Lord. But, uh, we ought, saying all that, we ought not take it for granted. Uh, if God gives you something to do, it's important that you do it. You shouldn't sit on it and take it home. And um, Some of the best services I've ever been in is where just people just testified and sung and followed the Lord. And um, I don't, sometimes it didn't even get to the preaching, you know. And, but it's, uh, I, I love services where people do that, and this may not be one of them. But I highly, uh, highly encourage people to check your baskets before you come to church and and try to bring something with you.
appreciate that. have anything upon the heart I'm going to sit down directly I've, I've said plenty already but um, get one, one more opportunity uh, Terry will give you another opportunity come on Terry <laughs> Amen thank the Lord for being here and good singing and uh, opening up Testimonies, I really appreciate them. Uh, it's good to feel the Lord. Good to be in God's house. And already been mentioned. Good to have all the visitors. Uh, and I will give you another chance. Terry's right. If you got a song or a testimony that's on your heart, uh, follow the Lord. Just do what God's given. Not be much in prayer. We got to Brother Levi over here and. Brother Neil over here, one of you fellas got something on your heart, come ahead. Let's follow the Lord. Let's, let's pray for Neil while he comes. Really appreciate it. Pray, church, and, and obey the Lord. I appreciate being here. Um, I, Bob was talking about Sunday morning. I was thinking the same thing. Um, but I kind of wanted to take it just maybe a step farther is when... Uh, if you're in a place or, you know, for him, they're, they're down in Florida and he can't, there's not a church. I mean, he's, he found one, which is great, but searching would be hard, you know, when you're used to a church like this that has liberty. And, and I thought how many times I've been in a spot where not only did I take the church for granted, I, I didn't really, uh, I didn't let the Lord use me. And how, if we can get ourselves out of the way, we ought to jump when the Lord gives us something to do because it doesn't only bless us it helps other people and if i thought if it wasn't for some of the people in this church and some of the members that i've watched over the years and um everybody's got a gift and um and it's just if it wasn't for everybody falling lord and just trying um i don't think i'd be where i am i, I don't think i would 
I don't think I'd be as far as I've been, and um, just because it's, it just helps me so much when people follow the Lord. And um, I, I've, I've never done this, but I felt like even what 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 the brother Pence was talking about the children, and I felt like taking that a step farther um, with the little children. And I, I don't think I could go to a church where I couldn't bring my kids into church because I'm proud of what I stand for, and um, I'm proud of what my brothers and sisters stand for. And I don't I not only want to see them see watch their parents follow the Lord. I want to see. I want them to see other people following the Lord, because I want them to do. I want them to know the right way, and I want them to know how to do it, and I want them to know what to look for. And I'm just, I'm just so thankful for for liberty in the church, and um, I'm so thankful the Lord blesses us with liberty. And um, I've been studying a little bit on on some things, and and um, and you know, and, and I know Sister Linda, you know, requested prayer for that service, and I, I beg you. Um, I'm nervous as I can be on that. I don't know what what I'll say or what I, and and truthfully, I, I thought <laughs> I kind of thought what I what I was going to read today might be what I would use. And well, the Lord said that ain't what's going to happen. So um, I'm gonna have to Lord's gonna have to show me something else. But uh, that's all right. I know He will. But um, but I just I appreciate being here, and I'm just thankful that the that the Lord's real today. And um, I, some of the stuff I've been studying, I, you know, just getting into unfamiliar territory, just about. Um, how other people see things, and um, I know, and just in just you know, just kind of talking, just um, in that funeral, I know there's some other churches that, or some other preachers that are that is another type of Baptist. I think you'd mentioned free will, and um, and how I just kind of studying a little bit on what they believe and and how they they don't believe that the interpretation of the King James version is correct. Is is and there's some words in there that they don't believe and and you know, and I, I it's not that I struggled with that. I just I don't I don't understand because. I, I don't understand how somebody can read this and not feel the spirit. And when I and it, it you know, I, I'm not I, by no means am I a historian. I, I know I know Andrew went to went to school for history, and he knows a lot more than I do. But um, just studying some of this stuff and and uh, just learning this, like the Lord, the Lord comes through this book, and it lets me know what's right. And and if it wasn't for Him telling me what's right, I don't think I could figure it out on my own. And um, and if somebody's trying to figure things out on their own, they could they could sure find some things that they thought they knew and understood about this book and lead somebody the wrong way. And uh, my heart's desire, and just in today, and if I say anything in that funeral, I just hope the Lord moves because that's what lets somebody know what's right and wrong is the Lord. Um, and it takes the Lord moving. And I, you just pray. And um, I've just got some things on my heart. And, and I guess the, the subject that I've kind of got on my heart is just to be able to call out to the Lord. Um, we've got, uh, we, we're able to call out to a living, real God. And uh, when we're in trouble um, or when we're happy or when we're serving the Lord, we can call out to him and he hears us. And that just is such an amazing thing. So I just want to read a couple of verses here. Well, it might be a few, but I'm going to read them in the 18th chapter of Luke and the 19th chapter of Luke. And th these are just a couple of examples of um, people crying out to the Lord. And, and I'm just, I just, it was such a blessing reading this um, because I just, I just can't get over that. We've got a living, real God that we can cry out to, Lord. And um, I've had times when I needed that and him and he heard me and um he's just he's just there holding my hand and i'm just i'm thankful for that so you just pray and i'll just read this and i just hope the lord can move and um just just whatever the need is tonight i just hope the need is what is what's what's delivered so you just pray um and uh verse 36 be the end of uh, chapter 18 and it said and hearing the multitude pass by i'm sorry let me go up one 
It said, it came to pass that as he was come nigh to Jericho, a certain blind man sat by the wayside begging. That's talking about Jesus coming through. I'll just read that again. It said, and it came to pass that as he was come nigh to Jericho, a certain blind man sat by the wayside begging. And hearing the multitude pass, he asked what it meant. And they told him, and Jesus of Nazareth passed by. And he cried, saying, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And they said, and, and they which were, went before, excuse me, and they which went before rebuked him, and that he should hold his peace. But he cried so much the more, Thou son of David, how mercy on me. And Jesus stood and commanded them to, to be brought unto him. And he said, uh, and when he was come near, he asked him, saying, What wilt thou that I shall do unto thee? And he said, Lord, that I may receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Receive thy sight, thy faith have saved thee. And immediately he received his sight, and following him, glorifying God, and all the people that they saw it gave praise unto the Lord, unto God. And I'm going to read a little bit here in chapter 19. This is Zacchaeus. This is pretty familiar. Um, and verse 1, it said, And Zacchaeus entered and passed through Jericho, and holding, and behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans, and he was rich. And he sought to see Jesus, who he was, and, and could not for the press, because he was little of stature. And he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him, and said unto Zacchaeus, Make haste and come down, for today I must abide at thy house. And he made haste and came down and revived him and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all murmured, saying that he was gone into the guest with a man that was a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of thy gods I have, or Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. And Jesus said unto him, This day this salvation is come into this house. For so much he is also a son of Abraham. For the son of, the, of man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. So I just, the, those two verses kind of just, or those two stories just kind of talk about calling out to the Lord. It's kind of where my, where my thoughts were. And, and I just, you know, talking about the blind man, I can, I can just kind of picture that Jesus moving in the crowd and moving by and, and the blind man just hearing what was going on. The blind man knew he had a need, and he knew who could he knew who, who could help him with that need. They 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 asked who it was, and they told him this was Jesus passing by, and he said, "Lord, help me." And I just I can remember that's what I had to say when I was going to get saved. I had to ask the Lord to save me. When I I can remember being at church camp. I can remember where we were at. I can remember. I think it's all enclosed now. We've they've added on, and I can just remember being a little boy sitting in a chair, and I can just remember something was drawing me, Bill. I, I can just remember the the preacher was preaching. I can't remember what he was saying. I mean, that may sound funny, but that's just because the Lord was talking to me, and it, it, the Lord the Lord was drawing me. And I can remember I started to get up, and I sat back down, and I, I he I kept was right there, so I started to get up again. And that time I made it. I went up, and I remember I prayed. I can remember I prayed about soccer. I can remember being a nine-year-old boy and not knowing what to pray for, but I can remember praying for soccer. I can remember the tears because I can remember I was in shorts. I can remember the tears falling down and landing on my leg. And I really didn't know what was going on. I just knew that something was calling to me, and I wanted to answer that call. That's what I was needed to do. That was the drawing power. The Lord was calling me. And I can just remember that, and, and I can remember, you know, I didn't say a whole lot. They had us get up, and, and I just kind of said that was the best thing that ever happened to me. And, and you know, as a nine-year-old boy, that's kind of what everybody said. That's what everybody said, Bill. But I tell you, 
That was really the best thing that ever happened to me, Terry. That was the best thing that's ever happened to me. I can, everything, I can go back and look at that. I can, I love the story about Joshua, Joshua when they come through in the, in the, in the rocks. That let them know that's where they were. They could, I mean, you can look back at that. Everybody that comes through, I want them to know that that was the best thing that ever happened to me was salvation. And I can just remember just being a young man and having to call out to the Lord, but I did it in the heart. I did it in my heart. I did it where I had to do it. I didn't have to say it with my mouth. I didn't have to see anything or hear anything. It was all inside. It was all uh, from the, from my soul. I called out, and he answered my call, and he saved me, gave me the best present, gave me the best Christmas gift I've ever gotten. So I I just love that tonight. That was just such a good thing. So I, and then so I want to move on to Zacchaeus a little bit, and and what I love about this, and I I love this. I don't really feel like preaching on it too much but about the about the church and just how that tree he climbed represented the church i just love that picture i just love that because i'm telling you i got the best church that's ever been they held me right up there and said here he come there you better watch but what, what stuck out to me what i loved about this and i've never heard of this before it just kind of stuck out to me it said he ran before and climbed up in the tree so what I thought about this, and this is just, I can just maybe, you know, maybe playing football or sports and you're trying to cut somebody off. He knew he was coming that way, Bill. He went ahead of him and he climbed up in the tree. And I just thought that still talks about the church. That's still the church. The Lord passes by in this church. If you're not in a church where the Lord can pass by, it don't matter if you're up in the tree or not. You're not going to see Jesus. You've got to be in the church where the Lord is going to pass by. And I'm telling you right now, the Lord is passing by. I can feel it. If, he want, if he's giving somebody opportunity you don't got to wait till the songs you don't got to wait till the end you can come pray you can get what i got when i was a nine-year-old boy and it's just the best thing that i've ever had it's the best thing that I ever will and I, it's going to take me all the way home bill i just i just i just i know it's part of a funeral and everybody thinks about death and i'm thinking i'm going to be willing in that i'm going to be in that chair one day but i just love i, I love linda that you told me she knew the lord i didn't know her that well but she knew the lord i trust linda i know she felt it so i I felt it when she said she knew the Lord. I felt it. I can tell them that she knew the Lord and she's not going to be there no more. She went on home and she's with the Lord. You don't have to be here. You don't have to go. There's a separation. I was reading the 18 articles of faith today and I was looking at that and there's going to be a great separation. I just love, I love that description. It's so clear when our time comes and they wheel me up in the old coffin, there's a great separation that's going to happen. And I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to hell. I'm going to heaven. And if you you're not ready to go, you're going to go to hell when they wheel you up, and that's just all that's going to be. It's going to be over. I was When I was down there at, um, let me get a drink of this water, when I was down at Cherry Valley, um, I was talking a little bit about uh, Lazarus and the rich man, and uh, when they were talking, you know, obviously we know the story, Lazarus and when they died, you know, Lazarus went to he- went up to Abraham's bosom, and uh, and the rich man went to hell. And it says the rich man lifted his eyes up. But what I what that stuck out to me in that story, it said he was afar off from him. He when he was in hell and lifted his eyes, said he was afar off from La- you're going. That is that's what's what hell is. You're going to be afar off from the Lord. You're not going to be with the Lord. You're not going to be with the rest of the saints that went on. You're not going to be with the people that are saved. You're going to be in the hell and you're going to lift your eyes up and be in torment. And I just love that because he said, uh, and, and 
When you're in hell, he asked for a drop of water to cool his tongue. You won't get to ask for no water down there. To me, that water represents salvation. That's the only thing you could get you out of hell is salvation. But it don't work that way. You've got to get it while you're here. You've got to get that drop of water, that living water. You've got to get it while you're here, and that's the only time you can get it. So I, I just appreciate being here. That's really about all i got. But it, it's good to be here. So, Terry, come on. <clears throat> So Stan, I want you to think about this. It's time to call on the Lord. That's what he's been preaching about. That's what Brother Neil's been preaching about. And if you're here and you're not saved, uh, you need to get saved. Well, how do you get saved? Well, when you feel that stirring deep inside and you realize you're lost and on the way to hell, you need to come and call on the Lord. Well, but preacher, I'm, I'm scared and I'm, I'm nervous and I'm shy. I was very nervous and shy as a young man. I said, I cannot go to the altar. God said, yes, you can. I'll help you. I want you to know today, while they sing this song, we'd like to invite you, if you've never been saved, we'd like to invite you to come, let's pray, and let's talk to God, just like Neil said when he bowed and prayed, and he talked to God, best thing ever happened to him. And if you're here and you've been saved, and you haven't been following God, maybe you got saved back a ways, and you started out and you was going to follow God, but you got sidetracked. I've done that too. I know where that is. But come and pray, and let's really get in this tonight, while the church sings and while God calls, We'd like to invite you to come and pray at the altar. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord tonight. Would you come? Come on. Time to call on the Lord. And when you call, and you really call from your heart, He always answers. That's the kind of God we've got, Joel. When we call on the Lord from our heart, He always answers. Oh, we'd like to pray for somebody tonight. We'd like to see somebody get blessed from heaven tonight. We'd like to see God do something in somebody's heart and soul and in their life. Would you come tonight? Somebody needs to come. We're not going to ask you about your sins. They're none of our business. God already knows. We're not going to embarrass you, put you on the spot, heaven forbid. But if you feel that need to get saved, listen, if you're not saved and you'd like to go to heaven, you need to get saved. That's the only way to go. Jesus said, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of heaven. That meant mankind. That's man, woman, boy, or girl. You can't see heaven unless you get Jesus. Come on. That's good preaching. Good preaching. I appreciate it. Whatever your need is tonight, obey the Lord. Would you come right now? With heads bowed and eyes closed for just a few moments, let me ask you like this, and I'm not trying to trick you or pressure you or put you on the spot. I'm not going to point you out or embarrass you, heaven forbid. But sometimes, I think when people just bow their heads and close their eyes and they're thinking about it, and, it, and it's, it seems to us how personal it really is. And there's nothing more personal in our relationship with God. Let me start with the saved people first. If you're here tonight and you're saved, but you realize that you're just not where you need to be with God, you're not following Him and not calling out to Him like you should, not being a help to those lost people around you, you're just not honoring God like you should. After all, He's done for you. 
Would you just, uh, would you just raise your hand and say, pray for me? Would you just raise your hand and say, pray for me? Boy, I appreciate that hand. I thank you for that. That's just good honesty. I could feel that in my heart when you raise your hand. Uh, anybody else that's in that spot, you've been saved, but you just haven't really been following God like you should, but you want the prayers of the church and you want God to help you. You want to get back in and you want to have power with God. You want to help somebody that's lost. Okay, I appreciate that one hand. Now let's, let's look to the lost tonight. If you're here tonight and you've never been saved, but you know you want to get saved because you want to go to heaven, would you just raise your hand and say that, pray for me? I want to get saved. I, I, I want to get saved. I want to get this thing took care of. I, I want Jesus in my soul. I, I'm not going to point you out or embarrass you, but if you're here and you're lost and you like the prayers of the church, would you just lift your hand up say for that? Yeah, I need that. I want that. I want to get saved because I want to go to heaven. You know, we're all going to die. And Brother Neil's preached about that. When we die, we're either going to heaven or hell. How do you know where you're going? Well, when you get saved, you know you're going to heaven. And if you're not saved, you're going to hell. Quickly, I don't want to hold you too long, but would there just be one here that just raise your hand and say, pray for me, I need Jesus. Would you do that? I don't see a hand. Okay, raise your heads up. Okay. And we're going to ask for another couple of verses of song. And let me ask you this. Let me say this before we sing. If you're here and you're, you're saved and you're not where you need to be with the Lord, whether you was one that raised your hand or not, it's time to get in. The only way I can help somebody is if I follow the Lord. The only way you can help somebody is if you follow the Lord. Jesus said, let your light shine. That means follow the Lord so people can see Jesus in you. If you're here tonight and you're saved and you're not where God would have you be, how about coming and getting in so you can really help somebody? And if you're here tonight and you're lost, even if you didn't raise your hand, and I didn't see anybody raise their hand, it was lost. But if you're here tonight and lost and God's speaking to your heart and you feel that need, you come and pray too. While we sing a couple more verses, I want to beg you to come and let's pray and get this fixed up and get on the road for Jesus. Let's call on him tonight. Like Brother, Brother Neil Priest, we need to call on him. When we call on him from the heart, he always answers. He never lets us down. He never fails us. What could we be letting hindering us from obeying Jesus? Let me ask you a question. Whatever it is that you might be holding on to, is it worth it? Is it worth giving up the joy, feeling the Holy Spirit in your soul? Is it worth giving that up? No, it can't be worth it. Surely not. Let me ask another question. If you're saved tonight and you're not living for Jesus, for whatever reason that you're telling no, is it worth not being able to help your lost friends and loved ones? When I was out of church, transgressing as a young man not where I needed to be. It just broke my heart because I had friends that were lost. I knew they needed to get saved. I didn't even say to God sometimes, God, help them, save them. And God said, if you want to help them, get in and do your part. God always does his part. But he wants us to do our part. And we've all got a part. We've all got a part in this. Somebody needs to come. If you're here and God's calling you, you can get everything fixed that God's talking to you about. I can't fix it. I cannot fix it. 
God can fix it. Absolutely, positively. God can fix it. Will you let him? Come and let God fix it. And then be happy. And live for it. That's good singing. That was good preaching. And I, I'm confident with all my heart that God's called people tonight. And I appreciate feeling the Lord calling people. And if you're here and God called to you, I, see, I remember being in church and God speak to me. And I'd, I'd feel kind of distressed and I think, I wish I didn't feel like this. But later on, after I got saved, I looked back at it and I thought, boy, I, I felt pretty bad. But I'm glad God spoke to me and I did feel like that because that helped me to know I needed to seek the Lord and get saved. Well, similar thing after I'd gotten saved and down the road of peace and I'd gotten out of fellowship with God and I wasn't living for him like I'd feel condemned. I knew I needed to get in and do what was right. I was willing to follow God and I got rededicated and I felt that joy back in there. I said, God, thank you for speaking to me like you did. It's a blessing that God cares enough about us and loves us enough to speak to us and call us. And Jesus said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. What a promise. What a God we've got. Anything on anybody? You got anything else? Sir? Okay. Anybody else got something on your heart, a testimony or a song or request or announcement or anything. Yeah. Right. the Lord for that testimony. That's powerful. Anyone else? Oh, my, let me remind you a couple things. Uh, uh, Saturday night at 7 o'clock we're having service, uh, New Year's Eve service. Now we're just having one service. It starts at 7. When it's over we'll just go home. But uh, I'm really uh, looking forward to that service. And uh, I've asked Jordan Martin to preach that service. And uh, he's excited about it, too. I, he could feel the Lord when I asked him. I could, I could tell. I was talking to him on the phone. We both got excited. And uh, then uh, Lee DeWitt's going to be here with us. And uh, he's got uh, 
two children that just recently got saved, and uh, we're going to baptize them. Uh, Brother Lee's going to baptize them. I'm going to help him. And uh, we got some more that uh, uh, could get baptized, but maybe they'll get baptized later. I just know those two for sure it's going to get baptized. And then, of course, we got the Sunday morning service and Sunday evening service. And then after service, Sunday evening, we have our uh, youth lock-in. And uh, so really remember that and pray for that. And that's been a lot of help for a lot of people. And we got some young friends coming up from down in Kentucky and Tennessee that's going to be with us through the weekend. And even planning, some of them even plan on staying for the lock-in, as I understand it. But I got on my heart and I called a young man uh, named Nathan Fuson. That's D. Fuson's son. Nathan just recently announced his calling to preach, and God just moved real powerful. He's a very spiritual young man. So I asked Nathan if he'd preach for us Sunday morning, and uh, he said he felt like it. Uh, uh, he'd come and just try to follow the Lord and do the best he could. And he said, I've had it on my heart to come up there. He said, it's just it's interesting that you, you called me and asked me that. And I asked uh, Slate Hunter if he'd open up for him, and he so he agreed to do that too. And so... Two very spiritual young men. And I asked Stone Hunter if he'd preach for us Sunday night. And uh, Stone didn't know for sure if he could stay that long. But if he can, maybe he'll preach for us Sunday night. But really pray for those young men and pray for those services. Uh, the baptizing and the New Year's Eve service, uh, Sunday morning, Sunday evening, and then the lock-in. Pray for all that. It's, all, it's very important. Okay, anything else? All right, if not, if anybody's still seated that wants to stand, you can. And uh, we'll ask uh, Blaine to pray dismissal. Amen. Amen. Thanks for leaving.